Hey there lovelies, I'm Alexa Ditto, fashion wedding photographer, French cuisine guru, and entrepreneurial busy bee. Are you feeling burnt out, uninspired, or simply wanting to learn something new? Let's face it, life can be wild, c'est la vie. But each week here, you can expect business, photography, and life lessons. We'll cover everything from creative ruts to business contracts and all sorts of real talk, all while hearing from me, your host, and other successful business owners. I am here to be your driving buddy, late night brainstorming friend, and dish duty business coach. So grab your rose lemonade, get off your tush, let in some sun, and let's get rolling. Bonjour, mes Okay, today is going to be a brain boot camp. I hope you're ready because we are going to get deep. This podcast episode is focused solely on routines and practices that will force and open up your brain in order to allow creativity to flow. It's like a baby beginning ideation phase. But first, we have to debunk the idea that people are either born creatively or they're not. Not that they're born creatively, but they're born with creativity or they're not. There you go. That's what I was going for. We're going to be talking about it being based on desire and the dedication to learn and to go through the mental practice, rewiring your habits so that you can have creative ideas. And here's the thing. Most people say, well, you have an eye for it, but I think it's less about having it or not having an eye for it and more about having the desire to learn how to have an eye for it. If you can wrap your mind around that, basically, I believe that your desire trumps talent. Not everyone wants to be creative, and I get that. I totally get that. But I want you to listen to the three people that should be listening to this podcast. I'm going to lay them all out for you. I'm going to lay out what they're like or what struggles and trials they're facing, and I want you to be listening to who you are in this scenario and what you need to be listening for, and it will help you as you listen to this podcast episode to know, okay, like I want that. I want to come away with this. So person number one, if you're someone who wants to be creative but you don't know how, this is you. Or you don't even know if you have it in you to be creative. We'll be conquering the fear of starting and the fear of even failure and learning how to ask questions when you don't know the outcome. My person number two, you've been creative in the past but you've hit a rut of inspiration and you're not really sure if you can get that back or where to go. We'll be going over applicable steps and routines to help open your mind and set yourself in a position to allow that creativity to flourish. It's all about where you place yourself mentally. Like, repeat, it's all about where you place yourself mentally. And now my person number three, you're feeling discouraged at your attempts to be creative and you're feeling down. If I could give you a hug right now, I would. So virtual hug through the podcast (laughs) scenario system, okay? I have been there. I know what it feels like to be nervous and to feel down. Heck, I face that every single day. And I think it has to do a lot with anxiety towards photography, which is silly because it's my job, but I have it. And we're going to talk about how to get over that and how to have confidence in who you are and what you can do. So this is for you. Some people, they don't want to be creative and I get that. That's all right. It takes brain space and it takes energy in your mind to be creative. I get so tired when I'm done with recording or I'm done with a shoot or I've made a bunch of mood boards. Like I am wiped out and that's okay. That means you have put energy well spent towards a creative pursuit. But it opens up this massive world of a billion what ifs. And that's just a can of worms some people don't want to deal with. Where I see the biggest issue is when I hear people say, oh gosh, like mine is not as good as blank. That phrase right there will be your biggest roadblock to anything you do in life, more so than whether or not you believe you were born with creativity or not. 
It's just that mental mindset that we have to get over. And there is a required mindset to be creative. I really feel like nothing good comes from negative space. Unless we're talking about photography. And I love myself a white wall. But nothing good comes from negative mental space, guys. Nothing. Harvard released this really crazy cool study. And it was in Erasmus University in Rotterdam in the Netherlands. And what they did, they wanted to see if a few minutes of meditation would boost creativity. So they took 129 students. They divided them up into three different groups. And before an individual brainstorming session began, they took one group that listened to an audio-guided mindfulness meditation, a second group that was given a fake meditation practice to think freely by letting their mind wander, and a third group that started to brainstorm immediately. They all generated roughly the same amount of ideas, but the main difference was that the first group, those that meditated, they came up with a much wider range of ideas. And then the two non-meditating groups came up with ideas in at least two groups, but the meditators came up with ideas in at least four different categories. If you want to learn more about this experiment, head to hbr.org. You know, what they got from this was that it put them in a more relaxed frame of mind, and they're more cognitively aware to recognize the good idea. Even when it came up, like, they were in that spot to recognize, okay, this is a good and useful idea, and they're able to handle stress. Sometimes brainstorming activities can be high stress, but by doing the meditation before, you're really focused, you're centered, you're focused. There's a lot of oxygen in the brain. You're doing good. They shared their exact meditational practice, (laughs) and I want you guys to humor me by doing it with me. It won't be 10 minutes. I'll just go through each question or each prompt for this meditational activity, and I want you guys to just set aside what you're doing right now you're doing the dishes, come back to me. If you're driving, keep your eyes open, focus on the road, maybe do this later on. But let's try this. I want you to at least give it a shot because if you don't give it a shot, I mean, you miss, right? This is what Harvard published and I'm going to read it in my best voice (laughs) and we'll see how it goes. So first step, find a place where you won't be disturbed. Second step, sit in a comfortable position and set a timer. Usually you do this for 10 minutes, so let's just do this for a few. Now gently close your eyes and ask yourself what you are currently experiencing and observe your feelings, sensations, and thoughts. Are you feeling tired? Are you feeling at peace? Is it warm around you? Is it cold in the room? Are you in comfy clothes? How do your feet feel? Are they cold? Are they warm? Shift attention to your belly and observe your sensations. Focus on how it extends and falls with every breath. And while you're doing that, I have always thought it's fascinating when you watch a little baby fall asleep and how, or even just awake and their belly always extends out when they're breathing like a balloon and then pulls in when they exhale. And I found that we're so stressed now about how we look that sometimes it's opposite we breathe in and we suck in and we breathe out and we still are sucking in but how good would it be to be like a child completely carefree completely relaxed and at ease with who you are observe your breathing some more without changing it now focus on your whole body observing your posture and face relax everything now relax everything again when you're ready Open your eyes. (laughs) Good job. (laughs) 
you're a saint if you just did that. And I hope it was a good experiment or not experiment. I hope it was a good experience for you. I know it can feel silly. First time I did it, I felt silly, but now it just is kind of a moment to just bring it back to ground zero, to bring it back to who you are really as a human. Another thing is to start the day with gratitude. And here's another exercise that I want you to either jot down or try really quick. I want you to close your eyes and to pull your mind to a moment when you were so excited. Something great happened. You were energized. Were you with people? Were you alone? How long ago was that? Do you remember the day? Who was the first person you told? Now I want you to think about a day when you were proud of something hard that you accomplished. Was it getting an A on a test? Was it graduating college? Serving a service or church mission? Or getting that job that you dreamed of? Now I want you to think of a day when you felt really loved. Who were you with? What made you feel loved? And now I want you to think of a day that you are truly 100% absolutely grateful for. That if you were to have any day and say, I was grateful for this day, that it would be it. What happened? Why were you so grateful? Okay, open your eyes. Remembering these moments are what helps shove out all that fear and the worry and allow you to be in a right mindset of acceptance and deep thought. It shoves it out. It does. And you deserve that. You deserve to shove out that fear and to actually be on a a level playing ground. There's a really cool book called Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. I love that book so much. I'm reading it right now. She talks about the trip that her and fear go on with creativity. And it's just a beautiful letter that she writes to fear. And she says, fear, I recognize, this is not a quote, by the way, but she says, fear, I recognize that you're going to be going on this trip with us regardless. So here are the rules. You can have a back seat, but you cannot drive. You can be there, but you cannot take a look at the map. Actually, it's crazy. And this is what she says. She says, fear, I recognize that you're going to be here, so we're going to lay down some rules. You can take a back seat, but you cannot drive. You can, yeah, you can look at the map, but you cannot suggest detours. And most of all, you will never be listened to. You can't drive. I love that. I just love this healthy idea of fear being there wherever creativity is. Because let's face it, when you have a great idea, there's also going to be that side of you that's like, well, what the heck am I doing? And can I do it? And so it's good to have this idea I know you're there, fear. I know you are. So here are the rules. You abide by mine, not the other way around. You should take a take a look at that book. It's good. Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. You need to open up your mind instead of shutting down. Anna Abraham, she's an author of actually three books. She has a PhD in neuroscience and is a professor in, of creativity and gifted education at University of Georgia. And she teaches that you cannot always prompt creativity. but that you can't allow it to unfold. And there is a difference in the atmosphere when someone is being creative and when someone is not being creative. And the first thing is that for a creative flow to start, you know, that moment when you're painting and you just don't really know how time passes or uh, for me, it'd be photos or sewing and I just don't know where the time goes. In order for that to happen, the ideal situation is one in which the context is unclear, vague, and open-ended. What the heck does that mean? 
to me, that means that you're in a situation that challenges you. Yeah, it's not above your skill level where you can't even try to do it. Something that you feel comfortable doing, but really challenged and that you don't really know what it's going to look like. You have no idea. That's where you enter this flow state where time just alters and there's real joy in that. The book Rich Dad Poor Dad teaches us really well about being able to open up versus shutting down. He talks as actually by uh, Robert T. Forgive me, Kiyosaki. (laughs) Alex is reading this right now and I've loved the insight that he's given me on this book. It sounds really amazing. I really want to read this one too. Um, He says, instead of saying, I can't afford it, like the poor dad would say, he says, how can I afford it? Like the rich dad would say. This idea of opening up yourself and putting yourself in this environment and situation where creativity can flow and it can expand, that is what will spark creativity. When I feel faced with fear and frustration surrounding my photography, surrounding, surrounding my photography, or I'm unclear of like what to do next, which happens often, my friends, I like to grab a piece of paper and write, what if? What if? Questions lead to responses, yes. But the most important thing is that you allow yourself to ask every possible scenario. You are willing to accept the crazy ideas for what they are. And you are willing to imagine. So what if you started school again? What if you switched majors because the one you're in is not your vibe? What if you took that job opportunity that you've been eyeing? What if you started that business? Oh my gosh, what if? What if you pursued that passion? What could happen? What if you're successful? And you know what? At some point, we'll all fail at something. At some point. But the trick is to fail fast and to fail cheap. Allow the idea to trickle in. Test those waters. And if it's not the right temperature, now you know. Now you know. The answer to all unasked questions is no. One of my favorite scriptures, believe it or not, Matthew 7, 7 is ask and it shall be given you. Seek and ye shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. These are all action words. Ask, seek, knock. But it starts with that asking. It starts with asking those questions and allowing yourself to really explore the possibilities. And I believe that that is where brainstorming comes into place too. It's the second part. It's that knocking type of action. Now, with the seeking, I love me some good brainstorming activities, but this one here is going to be a little different than other activities I've done and that I've taught. This one is all about being observant. As you go throughout your day, I challenge you. Here's the challenge. I challenge you to watch people. This is the brainstorming activity. After you've gotten into that good mindset, this is the application. Be observant. I challenge you to watch people. Watch their life pains. Watch yourself. Anything that sparks your interest, write it down. Keep it in that safe place and know on your phone, a journal, anything. And I challenge you to do this each day and then look weekly back on it, on what you felt inspired by and review it. Sometimes we forget things. These are super valuable gems. These are things that your mind is saying, whether you're prompted by divinity or you feel like you just have this aha moment, write those down. Write down those small aha moments. That is really the essence of your creativity. Pro tip, when you write as much as you can right after something sparks your interest or even after the event happens, you will retain much more information and detail than if you were to jot down those memories or those notes later in that day. Your retention is up to nearly as good as an actual transcript and will retain those small, small details. Now, friends, I know that success varies per person. I know it does. And for me, success is in just going for the idea all. 
It's just having that idea and having the guts to actually do it. Success for me is tackling that fear and just trying. So you have to decide what successful creative moments are for you. Is it feeling calm as you meditate? Is it setting yourself up so that later in that day when you see something that sparks your interest, you're in the right mindset to pursue it with curiosity? I'm so proud of you. And as you do these activities, I know it'll help you as you prepare to receive inspiration and to see something that sparks your interest, write it down. That is being creative. That is the process behind creation and creativity. And to ignore that and to ignore where your mindset is, that will just take out half the process and you'll be left with a half product. Guys, I'm excited to see what you create. Let's get doing. Hey there, Shelly. I am so proud of you for making it through another episode of the C'est la vie podcast. If you liked what you heard today, take a screenshot, share it on social media and tag me and tell why. I would so appreciate that. You guys have no idea how much that means to me. I'm so excited to see where you go with all these notes and ideas that you gathered. Don't let it go. Keep that momentum moving forward and I'll see you next time. Ciao.